Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. Here we are in Parag Bet Mishnah Dala, chapter 2, paragraph 4, with the Mishnah elucidated wonderful translation and commentary that takes us through each Mishnah here on season 6. Hu Haya Omer, Rabbi Gamliel, he used to say, Asei Ritzono Kiritzonecha. Omer, one of my favorite sages. Al min very, very famous phrase. We'll touch upon God willing in Mirza Shemli Nedra in a little bit. Lots of interesting phrases here. Let's go through the different ones here. Extra commentary today. So he used to say, Regumil used to say, treat Hashem's will as if it were your will in order that Hashem treat your will as his will. The notes point out, a person should spend his money to fulfill God's will as if he was spending it on himself, and in return, God will reward him richly, Rav points out. I say this oftentimes, you know, when it comes to spending on Shabbos, spending on Yom Tov, spending on different things that we're involved in, like the FLL, the Free Lending Library, or when we're involved in, in you know, spending money for tuition or camp or things, you know, I feel like Hashem will get us back, you know, spending money on on different things related to podcasting or shiurim, I feel like Hashem will get us back. I like I like to say that a lot of times. And here it says, spend money to fulfill God's will to do mitzvahs. Hashem will get it back to you, God willing. People tend to worry about wasting too much money, quote-unquote, on charity and the performance of commandments, mitzvahs. However, when we keep in mind that it is God Hashem who gave us our wealth in the first place, we could be assured that not only will such spending not impact our finances, but that God will repay us in this world many times over for using our money to do his will, as Rabbeinu Yonah points out. Man's will. Nullify, you know, we have to nullify our will before his will in order that he nullifies the will of others before your will. The notes point out that man's will is his desire to sin. Tosos Yom points out when a person is tempted by his evil inclination, the eats a heart to steal or eat forbidden foods, for example, he should overcome these feelings, allow the will of God to dictate his behavior. In return, God will protect him by thwarting the schemes of his enemies, as Ralph points out. The Mishnah then turns to Hillel. Hillel says, Do not separate yourself from the community. Hillel, the Mishnah chose to put some of Hillel's teachings here since they start off by addressing Rabbi Gamliel's topic of a person's relationship to the community. Also because they will be followed by the teachings of Hillel's student, Rabbi Yochanan Menzake, as Tosos Yomta points out. So don't separate from the community. Do not trust in yourself until the day you die. A person must not abandon his community when times are bad. Only if he shares in the community's troubles will he merit to share in the community's salvation when it comes, as Ralph points out. Alternatively, a person must join with his friends and neighbors in Torah studying the performance of mitzvah, since the more people are involved, the more glory is brought to God. It would be a reduction of God's honor and an insult to his name, God forbid, for a person not to participate, as Rabbi Nguyen points out. kind of reminds me of the idea of how when in, we're looking at, at Rus, you know, the, the, this family left. There was a man from the family in the time of the Shoftim. There was Elkanah and there was Machlon and Kilian. They all left the Jewish people in a time of great need, a time of great famine. And it could be on some level that they were punished by death, really, because they were great people and they should have stuck around. 
Don't abandon the community, especially in a time of need. Make sure to join with others, especially to do mitzvahs and to bring honor to God. A person cannot assume that just because he has kept the Torah carefully for many years, he will never sin again. The evil condition never stops looking for ways to trap him. He must be constantly on his guard until he makes the very last breath, as Rabbi Yona points out. So just because a person is free of addictions or afflictions or his need for alcohol, his need for this, his need for that, for five years he's clean, he's good, and he's sober, whatever, it doesn't matter because each each day the Yitzhak tries to trip you up. You could have a clean streak and then totally stumble and fall many times over, even after many years. Never think that you're good to go for many years. The evil inclination wants to get a person every day to the last day. Do not trust in yourself until the day you die. Do not judge your friend until you have reached his place. This is about Don Lekavsachos. Don't Judge your friend until you've been in their place. You don't know what they've been through. If you see a person of fine character doing something wrong, we should not be quick to judge him poorly and see that we would certainly act differently in the same situation. It is impossible to know how the circumstances will affect us until we are actually there. And for a person to assume that he will act any better is to trust in himself too much, something against which he'll just warned, as Rabbi Niono points out. Do not say something that cannot be understood, assuming that it will be eventually understood. A teacher should not speak in a manner that is unclear. Assume that his students will figure it out what he meant on their own. If a student is left to interpret the lessons for himself, he might misunderstand them in a way that is so far from the truth that he eventually becomes a heretic, someone who denies the Torah's basic beliefs, as Ralph points out. And do not say, when I am free, then I will study, for perhaps you will not be free. A person should not put off Torah study because he is too busy being Busy is a never-ending excuse since there's no limit to the distractions that each day can bring. And unless you make time today, grab hold today, carpe diem, seize the day. Unless you make time today, you can go your entire life without studying Torah at all. God forbid, as Rabbi Yona points out. So, so many interesting lessons. So many important lessons here as we finish off the week. Talking about all these things. Making Hashem's will like ours. Making sure that we nullify our will for his will and he'll he'll get back us everything, especially in terms of money used and time and resources used for mitzvahs and chesed. Don't separate yourself from the seabor, especially when they need you. Make sure not to trust yourself to the last day. Whatever person struggle with, whatever person is dealing with his whole life, don't ever think that you're good to go, you're free to go. You could have days, weeks, months, years of freedom and then the Yitzhahara could get to person. Make sure not to trust yourself and to fight every day. Don't judge your friend until you reach his place. That's the ability of done I often say, if you're going to judge someone, only judge them for the favor of the benefit of the doubt. That's the only type of judging you should do. If you see someone doing something and they're exotic, then try to understand why they would do something. In Russia, if they're doing something good, you could say maybe they're not doing something good. But someone who's exotic, someone who's a good person, and I don't use that word lightly, not lightly, you have to earn that term, in my opinion. What have you done to earn the term, Sadiq? If you see a good person going into McDonald's, there's probably a reason he needs the bathroom, he needs a drink, whatever. There's a reason. Don't judge a person until you reach this place in general, and you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Also, don't say something that can be understood later on. It might not be understood, and people will misinterpret, and don't put off things. Don't procrastinate, especially Torah, because the whole day will be gone by the time you get around to it. Easy, sim- simple ways to be involved in Torah. You can have the daily emails from OU. You can be involved in Meaningful Minute. You can be involved in Sparks and Seconds. You can be involved in so many things, a lesson a day, daily dose of Torah. 
Halacha Yomis. There's really awesome things that are out there. You could do a little time. Yomi. You could learn with us on our podcast. There's so many ways to get involved, to get inspired. Don't push off learning. Perhaps you will not be free. Important life lessons, as usual, here on the TTPA. Join us next time when we talk about how a boar cannot be a sin-fearing person and other things here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.